to the aesthetic of oops i wrote oof i wrote that wait are we going yes we're going oof 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 Oof. Oof. okay that's just the whole jam it's oh we 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 have to read this (laughs) we brought this on ourselves these are decisions that we have made we did bring it upon ourselves So this is Erica. Uh, across me is the lovely Sheila. She's okay. shuffling through some pages, I think, trying to find the uh, least embarrassing angle to uh, tackle her story at. Okay, so I have a small chronology issue, I think because I have written two very pivotal makeover scenes, <laughs> and I thought they were the same one. Um, but actually, all the boys got their turn to shine as makeup artists, so my chronology is a little mixed up in that Sometimes we're in love with Taylor and other times we're too shy. So I'm just going to kind of break the ice with the scene where it all happens or, you know, the beginning of it. Okay. Okay. So they're going to the movies. Uh, They're going to see Devil Man. I don't know if that's a real movie. Devil Man, I want to say, is an anime? I would not have known about that. I was just going to say that doesn't seem like the kind of thing you would have known about back then. No. Okay. The devil. The devil. <laughs> it's the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. Okay. Now, what is it rated? Rated? Yes. What is the movie rated? Oh, what is it? I assume R. Um, I think Darcy devil man. is only 16. So <laughs> William's 12 and he's going. Well, so they... I mean, he's going into like nudie bookstores. So <laughs> apparently. Exactly. No one in this town gives a shit. This town being Chicago. Okay. William conceived a lovely elegy, which consisted... I'm just saying that I thought she was a rule follower. <laughs> Apparently It's not. possible that it was PG-13. Mm, that just means it's a shitty horror movie. <laughs> Back in the 90s... Yeah, no, you're yeah. probably right. It was the 80s might have been... Might have no. worked. Well, PG-13 wasn't, like, a thing until... I want to say... Raiders of the Lost Ark? Which was 90... No, that was in the 80s. Yeah, I think that's in the 80s. Maybe 84-ish? But yeah, because like Poltergeist is only rated like PG. And it fully should be R. It should be at least PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, that would be scary. Fucking clowns. Don't love them. Okay. Uh, his his elegy consisted mainly of popcorn, popcorn. Let's get popcorn. I mean, to man be after fair, my own heart. I sing that same song every same song, <laughs> same song. every time we go to the movies. <laughs> Don't play games. <laughs> no games. No that games. is definitely like a reason why we have gone to the movies before for to, games. <laughs> for games, yes, to go get movie popcorn. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Like, I don't really care what the movie is. And you can never replicate the popcorn experience at home, no matter what. I make so. pretty good stovetop popcorn. No, you can get, you can make better it's popcorn. It's not, right, it's not movie popcorn, though. Exactly. It's just not the same thing. Which is so terrible for you and so delicious. Oh, and that stuff is pure cancer. But I love it. You live it. Worth it. Life is short. Uh, will as Willie knows. Devil Man. Devil Man. The Archfiend <laughs> was on her shoulder a while ago, so... Uh, Tay and I yielded to this vagary of Williams, aware that through Will's machinations, the majority of the popcorn would meet its end in the laps of assorted individuals. What? Don't be surprised if we get kicked out, Taylor warned me. 
Because William throws popcorn. Oh, so he's a little asshole. <laughs> I okay. I don't know. Or he's really messy. Like, eater. learn how to go to the I fucking movie. He's this child has no parents. Like, he's being parented. By he like, is running wild. A roving gang of inappropriately aged people, juvenile delinquents, people who hate dogs, people named Mephistopheles, Lucifer, and Roswell. I cannot wait to meet those Ghosts characters. of prospectors and kids who live in cemeteries. Okay? So take it easy on William. <laughs> I think the prospector was the one that lived in the cemetery. <laughs> okay, well, I'm pretty what about sure Rusty Skeet, Marlins. Though? Rusty Marlins lived in the cemetery. Good old Rusty Marlins. <laughs> okay. Uh, we located three fairly isolated seats. William launched himself into his, obnoxiously propped his feet onto the chair in front of him, and rocked back and forth deliriously. It became apparent that he found previews especially beguiling. He laughed uproariously at every line and also provided a running commentary on the disreputable pasts of the studliest male actors. Why would he know those things? Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he probably learned it at the adult bookstore. Totally. <laughs> okay. The movie commenced just as I was about to strangle William. And a palpable quiet veiled the audience. <laughs> Predictably, I chortled, yowled, and sniffled along with everyone. <laughs> Devil Man is a real emotional <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Real... <laughs> it's a real tour de force. <laughs> it certainly is. Oh, God. And now, the winner of Best Picture. <laughs> Devil <Yeah>. Man. <laughs> Oh, he's the devil. <laughs> but he's also a man. So um, who played the title role of devil man? Uh, not indicated here. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sorry. I feel like probably Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> Realistically, <laughs> that's probably what I envisioned. Uh, the movie. Oh, we, yeah, we did that. Uh, I alternately clutched my virile escorts. That is not a way to describe a 12-year-old boy. Nope. I think that was her trying to be funny, though. Mm. I, I hope. <clears throat> Naturally, William excavated the comic value from the goriest scenes. As a slack-jawed me was gazing at the slasher murderer who was seducing his, <laughs> his ditzy victim, <laughs> devil man. Why does Darcy hate other women? Uh, there's a lot of that in this. There's a lot of that. Okay. I mean, the real answer is because when I was 12, I perceived that the pretty girls who had figured out how to wear makeup and how to style their hair and how to shave their legs and how to wear form-fitting clothing, I perceived that they were using that as, like, a shortcut to get attention and thus cheating people like me who were pure intellect out of... I was friend zone. I was nice guy. I was... Mm. I, that Yeah. So, gotcha. yeah. That's why. That's why Darcy is the way she is. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to say. Uh, as that was happening, the last thing on earth I had ever expected happened. Darcy. <laughs> I'm trying to do the sexy voice like you were doing. Well, you gotta it. like, you gotta lean in and be like, Darcy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, need to, you need to move your pop filter back in front of your microphone. Okay. Darcy. There you go. <laughs> Taylor murmured into my ear. <clears throat> yeah. I entrenched my gaze onto what I could absorb of his velvety green eyes. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> devil. <laughs> the velvety green eyes of devil. <laughs> oh, God. It's like the little details that are the best <laughs> ones. <laughs> Normal, but they're not. Okay. 
gingerly, he wrapped his palate in his pants. His what? I can't get through it. At least it's not his, like, silver metallic arms. He wrapped oh! his... Oh! <laughs> I went there. Really? Did. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry, at least we're not getting a new robot bondage in the movie Sure. Theater. Hey, robot bondage is hot, at least. Okay? <laughs> oh, you don't think Taylor's pallid arms and scooting me in close? No, uh-huh. pallid arms are really doing it for me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't know. Whoa. What? <laughs> Damn. shut involuntarily. Although I'd never kissed anyone before, with the exception of Hans Konietzko of the immense popularity in first okay. grade. For what? Fuck you, Darcy. <laughs> what? He was a babe. He's named after the guy from KMFTM. <laughs> you know, that's... Wait, wait, like the juke joint Jezebel people? Yes. That's awesome. He's named after Sasha Konietzko from KMFTM. Because <laughs> that's, that's who I was at age 12. Uh, oh, I didn't know about that band until I was like 26. Well, I learned about them from Mortal Kombat. I learned about As it from watching in- you. <laughs> from Mortal Kombat? We talked about this in the last episode. Juke Joint Jezebel is on the soundtrack for Mortal Kombat. It's during the Scorpion fight. Is it really? Of course it is. I'm going to have to watch it tonight. Yes, you are. I don't remember that. Really? Absolutely. It's been like a long time since I've watched Mortal Kombat. Dude, that's why the soundtrack is so good. Well, I just assumed that we were talking about the the bitching Mortal Kombat theme. Well, that's part of it, too. And not the other music. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. Watch the movie. Mortal Kombat, the podcast, too. Okay. (laughs) Annihilation. (laughs) With the devil. I feel like that's a really mean way to characterize old Rusty the Prospector. He's not a devil. He's just trying to pan for gold. But his pan is full of holes. Aww. Oh, you're, you're going you're gonna to laugh through the first kiss scene. I, I mean, I was first. probably going to do that anyway. Let's be real. I let Taylor's questionable expertise take over. Oh, that's mean. That's very mean. Coming from like a 15 year old. Fuck you. Okay. Suddenly his lips sought mine. Then they sandwiched mine. That was was the best I could do. I rewrote those few sentences so many times. Well, because it's like, even when you have kissed, and I'm not, I don't want to, had you kissed anybody at that point? Oh, fuck no. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't. Except for Sasha Konietzko in the first grade. <laughs> the guy from KMFCM. He just showed up. Uh, that's like, more like, up? that's more your story. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Oh, I'm that's sorry. Fine. That's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. You were saying. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had no idea how to describe kissing. I'm not totally sure that I would still be Oh, that's be what I was going to say. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how to describe that shit. And like, have you ever like written a sex scene? I have tried. They've they've not been great. They never turn out well. Like no. I have one in the monstrosity I'm writing right now, and it, it it you go back and you read over it, and it's just like, like you've you've had sex before, right? <laughs> like you you've done this. You should have like some vocabulary to be able to describe this. Well, I think the problem is that I don't know because I'm I'm feeling two ways about it. I feel like partly the problem is there's only so many ways to describe this act that everyone does. 
Well, but you don't want to get too every like sex is different. Every kiss is different. Syrupy with it or anything either, right? Like, exactly. Oh, his sex entered me and like shit like that. Yes, like there are words, there are individual vocabulary words that are off limits depending on the tone of the scene, like her flower <laughs> or his sex. No. Yeah. No. 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 no, no but no. there's only so many times you can use the acceptable ones, right? Well, because right, because I mean, you're not being very descriptive if you're just like, yeah, he railed her, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then he put his dick into the pussy. <laughs> he inserted his manhood into her womanhood. Oh. End of scene. That's so, like, religious. It's so sterile and, like, Mike Pence about it. <laughs> sorry, guys. I know. We said we wouldn't get political. I know. But sorry. I mean, sex political. I'm not sorry okay. at all, but whatever. I'm not sorry at all either. <clears throat> but there's so many... Like, every kiss is different. Mm-hmm. And... Having never been kissed at age 12, I just had no idea. And at least I didn't go for, like, a lot of tongue action. I think I had that, and then I deleted it. Like, I think I had, like, our tongues wrestled. You can't see me, but my eyebrow is going up and down, and it's creeping well, you out. because it's like, yes, that's what's happening, but it's... it. I, I, I don't know if that's evocative enough. Well, it's also the... Like, that's the way to make, like, if if it's a bad kiss, it's because of the tongue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Usually. I don't know. No, yeah, you're, like, overly tonguing the situation. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't super fuck it up just with your lips, right? You can fuck it up with your teeth, but I feel like that rarely happens. No, I think you'd have to, like, actively try to fuck up a kiss with your teeth. But, you know, grade school. Right. I mean, we only ever did, like, the the really chaste, like, you know? Yeah. Like, when we played, like, spin the bottle and shit, but... Spin the bottle. Spin the bottle. I never played spin the bottle. You're missing absolutely nothing. I don't know. I feel I no, that's probably it's probably social awkwardness and anxiety yeah. times a thousand. Yeah, it was just kinda like whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Back to the uh, statutory rape. <laughs> <laughs> At the movies in front of the twelve year old. Mm-hmm. got it out that time without destroying it with laughter i'm very proud of myself i think i think that should be the name of this episode okay <laughs> devil man devil man devil man i'm into it uh, william was lancing the people in front of us with a plastic straw and flicking sopping wet soda soaked popcorn at people farther up this child has had no parenting okay. <laughs> i wriggled out of taylor's acutely sweet embrace william was oblivious Oh my gosh, I sighed, unable to string together some verbal representation of my sentiment. The intricacies of the English language eluded me at that moment. Oh, so Darcy's having the same conversation with herself that we just had. (laughs) Yes, and her thesaurus has failed her for the first time ever. (gasps) I know. Betrayment. Dark moment for her. (laughs) Betrayment in the basement. It doesn't really work. It doesn't. No. Darcy. Uh, Darcy. Taylor said in a tender voice, fringed with saccharine. <laughs> okay, wait. Darcy. Darcy. <laughs> okay, so that was 100% closest to like <laughs> the ASMR vision. people are going ballistic right now. <laughs> I don't think they listen to our podcast because it's mostly shrieking and yeah, that's, fair. So, that's fair. That's a fair point. So. <clears throat> Uh, he said, I'm sorry, I just... Don't be. Taylor, I, I love you. Did I just say that? <laughs> devil man? <laughs> devil man. These are the magic words to summon devil man. <laughs> you do? I do, I giggled. 
I love you too. <laughs> okay, okay, do it. I love you too. <laughs> he murmured, and I snuggled into the welcoming crook of his arm. Inundated by the tsunami of romance, the <gasps> devil man, <laughs> devil man controls the weather. Magic Ale can't do it, but devil Aww, man, can. Ada can't do. Oh, Ada and Devil Man are like buds. <laughs> Like, You're like, who are the rest of these assholes? That's like the hang sesh right there. <laughs> that's where I would want to be. They play like puzzle combat in the basement <laughs> and like are just high with each other constantly. And it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. The silver scream savagery no longer instilled any lingering trace of fear in my heart. I beat Devil Man! Yay! Yay. She beat the level with love. <gasps> the power of power of love. The power of love. <laughs> Why is yours so much better than mine? <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry that this is just evolved into us doing like voices. <laughs> I mean, it's pod- It's number three. It's yeah, three, it's fair. I- it's fair. Gloves are off. Exactly. <laughs> William, blissfully ensconced in his protective bubble, floated out of the theater by that means while I was born on clouds. Although Taylor appeared most rational and pragmatic, I sensed that his heart was pounding at the same headlong velocity as mine. I do love that in, like, the thrall of Devil Man, <laughs> that was when she was like, that was the moment. I love you. I feel like for a shy 15-year-old, that kind of makes sense. See, I would be the bitch behind them, be like, shut the fuck <laughs> up! Well, already William's causing a disturbance. I'm watching the movie! The worst fucking theater goers. Like, stop making out. Manchioni! We're going to Gina's later. I I think you might want to stop by the JD first. Did we say what that stands for? Well, I don't know, because I can't remember if it officially or unofficially stands for the juvenile delinquent. You probably wouldn't name a bar that. No. It's probably like the John's... No, why would you name a bar the juvenile delinquent when you can't be a... Like, you have to be 21 to get into a bar. Unless it's one of those, like, zero-gravity type places. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they ever have a drinking scene there. It might be. Did you ever go to zero-gravity? No, did you? No. I feel like bad like scene. way the fuck out here. It was like in Naperville yeah. or something. No, so you would I, have I to have your there. parents drive you. Which is like... I went to some weird underage clubs with Brian a few times. I had never been to one of those things. It was real weird. It was like a pop-up club. Well, because it's like, what are you doing? Well, drugs and like fucking, right? But no, because I don't think they sold any booze there. So we obviously got super drunk before we got there. And then he took a shirt off, like ripped his shirt off on the dance floor. It was an epic Brian moment. I mean, I've done that before, too. Ripped your shirt off on the dance floor? Girl. I had an undershirt on, but yeah, the shirts definitely come off. Got to pop top off. Do... I had, like, a camisole on underneath. No. Like... Well, he did not. He had a bear tie. Well, I would assume that Brian <laughs> wouldn't have a camisole on. Well, some guys wear undershirts. Not camisoles. Though. Not camisoles. But... I mean, hey, you do you, but... But did you rip the buttons? Like, did you pop I the buttons? I don't think I popped the buttons. He popped the buttons. He, did, he sure full, did. Oh, he Hulk went for Hogan. Hulked. Yeah. Okay. No, it was awesome. I'm into it. So I went for the Incredible Hulk. You went for Hulk Hogan? Yeah, he used to do that. He used to rip oh. shirt. I thought that... Okay, I guess both Hulks, that's like a... Well, the Incredible Hulk would grow, and then his shirt would, like, rip. Hulk would get to the, um... Hulk Hogan would get to the ring, and he'd rip his shirt. 
Yeah, he did the Hulk Hogan. Nice. It was cool. I'm into it. <laughs> it was fun. Night. I'm glad we cleared that up. Me too. Okay. Hi, Brian. <laughs> okay. Uh, immediately the guys pounced. A swarm of how was it and what movie did you see? Oh, see, I was us. expecting that this was another, another attack. Another attack. <laughs> another bite. Another attack. secret attack. <laughs> another attempted rape bite attack. <laughs> no, we still haven't met Wolf Halleck. He's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve, but he's waiting in the wings. Is he bitey? No. No, I don't think he is. No, that's disappointing. No, he's a, he's gunny. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, no, he 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 has a gun. <gasps> yeah. Unlike the rest of these fake ass <laughs> gang. Did you say he's a bad dude? I did say he's he is a, a bad, bad dude. He's a bad dude. He's a bad man. It's him and his friend Stone. <laughs> uh, with, what's the name? Stone. I feel like that is from Pearl Jam. Oh my goodness. Okay. All of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> we stalwartly bore the interrogation. <laughs> William interrupted and quacked out his interpretations of you the movie. You hate him so much. I, I, this poor, poor this motherless child. <laughs> He's Fuck way, this kid. Way too young to see devil. Baby. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I want to go visit Mixie, I decided impetuously. This is her way of being like, Taylor, let's get out of here. I don't know. <laughs> I'll go with you. Taylor scurried to my side. Oh, 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 wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I could. <laughs> uh, are they fucking? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No. Later. Do you want me to tell you about later? Okay. No, I'm just like, she wanted to get out of there. I just assumed that. No, she wants to talk about it. Oh. She wants to be like, a dude just, just about kissed fucking? me. I just got my first. No. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I'm appalled. <laughs> Little Darcy is going to pull me into the bathroom and scream at me. How dare you? How dare you, ma'am? How dare you talk about sex with a 20... Actually, that would be a legit bathroom conversation. Indeed. Okay. I cavorted nimbly over the threshold of his house. I'll nimbly me. And kicked my shoes blatantly across the room. Jesus. Fuck your house. Fuck. Like, I, I know I said this earlier, but I, I wish I had a time machine. <laughs> So I could burn every thesaurus in the greater fucking tri-state area. So I am hoping, I, I still have my 1994 Packard Bell PC with the hard drive. I'm hoping that I can find a way to get into that hard drive and maybe find an older draft that doesn't have the... I mean, the flowery language really makes it, though, Sheila. Well, it does for this podcast. It does. Right. I guess, yeah, I guess it wouldn't be half as entertaining. No, I don't know, Most though. of it, I mean, no, I think there'd still be some entertainment to be had, but... The flowery language is just, like, amazing. It's it's so many French words. Like, I never use any of these words because people would think I was an asshole. No, but if you, if you think about it, when you were, like, a little teenager, you were probably like, I know French. I'm awesome. So let me, like, put this in here to show yes. people how smart I am. Yeah. I basically thought I was T.S. Eliot. Oh, I didn't know about T.S. Eliot just yet. But it still stands. Okay. Ezra Pound, maybe. There you go. <laughs> I never... Modernists, the podcast. <laughs> never really got into Ezra Pound. Got very into T.S. Eliot. I think everybody had a T.S. Eliot period, didn't they? Or they were all no, about, No, that's like... just why I love you, because you also did. Like, no. Oh, okay, <laughs> did sorry. Not have a T.S. Eliot period. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, I fucking love T.S. I had a brilliant professor, and I, I am feeling guilty that I did not do better at attending his class because it was an all T.S. Eliot class. And it was phenomenal. It was really hard, though. 
I would imagine. Obviously. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Okay. You can look. You look back at some like college class uh, courses that you just were like, yeah, I'm just not gonna go to that, and then it's like. Oh, that was dumb of me. Some of them, yes. And then there was the 8 a.m. session on Spencer's The Fairy Queen, where all he wanted to talk about was how everything was phallic. Not into it. Fucking, I, I hate mean, was the everything fairy queen. phallic? No. I mean, I don't know. I hated that shit. I, probably, I don't know. It was all about virtuous knights, so I probably not. I feel like I read The Fairy Queen. It's real long. I feel like most people read book one of The Fairy Queen. Maybe, maybe like in senior English. Yeah. But no, we read all five. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. I had economics at 8 a.m. Oh, that's that's even worse. We failed the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I got an A the second time. I had a really bad teacher the uh, first time. Because that was after the uh, unpleasantness and I wasn't actually going to class. Yeah. So, um, unpleasantness. I flunked out. Whatever. Uh, but the second time I took it, I, I, yeah, I had a much better teacher, but econ was always like, I, sure. (laughs) Why did you have to take econ? It was part of like the gen eds. I like had like a couple of things that I had to take classes in to finally get the fucking degree. See, I didn't have to do any gen eds, which was a blessing and a curse because there was a lot of obscure bullshit that I would have rather not taken probably. But some of that obscure bullshit though, I think looking back now, aren't you like, oh, that was kind of cool that I took that. Most of it, yes. I feel like uh, in Ireland it was more of a challenge because there was just stuff that... You know how like you approach American literature and poetry with a lifetime's worth of knowledge about America and mm-hmm. its history? I didn't have that background for, like, oh, we read Yates and yes. it's like, I'm coming to Yates, so you're like, like, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. And I, I just, I don't, I didn't have 22 years of Irish history. For sure. So it's all just like, what? Yeah. But I did one of I think like my favorite book that I ever read in college was Wide Sargasso Sea by Jean Reese. Have you read this one? Have you read Jane Eyre? No. So okay, well I haven't read Jane Eyre either. But it's a reimagining of Jane Eyre in oh, a post-colonialist. So Jane Eyre is about like Jane. This <laughs> about Jane Eyre. <laughs> Jane Eyre is a treatise on Devil Jane Eyre man. and Devil Man. And, uh, um, Mr. Rochester, her husband, who has a his previous wife, is crazy, and he has locked her in the attic for whatever reason, which I think is presented in the book is pretty okay That's for him to do. Right. But in this book, it's the story of the mad woman in the attic and her childhood in, I want to say, Dominica, um, and how she comes to England and meets Mr. Rochester, and she it's this beautiful, it's this just like lush, gorgeous, mostly focused on her life in I think Dominica before. And then how she marries him and his abusive ways turn her into the mad woman in the attic. Oh. So it's like, it's awesome. It's yeah, so good. That sounds cool. It's really good. You should read it. It's beautifully written. It's shocking and dark and really great. Actually, you have that uh, hundred year house. Oh yeah, I have that on loan at a. Or I have to go pick it up at the library. I have it on hold. So do you not do ebooks? Um, I prefer to have like a book in my hand. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. All right. Well, here's Devil your book for your- Man. Devil Man. <laughs> the podcast. Uh, Darcy Taylor croaked. Darcy. Darcy. <laughs> Darcy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't even talk. That's what Taylor says. Not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm trying to say is I wanted to tell you for a long time. Well, not long, really. Just, you know, he stumbled. I wanted to do that for a long time. I wasn't planning to or anything, but I couldn't just stand sitting there in the dark with you. I had to. I love you, Darcy. 
A roseate typhoon seasoned with the mingled spices of love sent me reeling. Why would a typhoon have spices? I don't know. It's a mixed metaphor. I will say the first time uh, Bob told me that he loved me, I like I think I drove over by you. I was so freaked oh, out about it. Right, you, you did. We were playing Catherine. Yeah, I was that like, was awesome. What the fuck? Yeah, you were not. I think you were happy. I was. It just, it was one of those things that I never imagined happening for me, which Aww. is, like, really depressing to say. No, that's lovely. But, it, yeah, it was more shocking than, like, yeah. That's so sweet. I mean, we got married, so clearly I was into it, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just like, yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I think the first time Steve told me he loved me was right after I, like, ruined a moment by crying about something, so... I love you too, honey. You're very patient with me. <laughs> uh, okay. I think he did a I think I'm falling in love with you, which is like super romantic. That is very romantic. Like I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Okay. Uh I love you too. I've had a crush on you since since I met you, but now I know you're I don't know. You're right for me. My eyebrows knitted. That was slightly corny. <laughs> oh, that, shows, that was, shows a modicum of self-awareness. <laughs> that was slightly corny. Okay. I used not to really know the difference between a crush and love. You know, on any given day, I was scribbling my name in a heart with whatever guy was sitting next to me in class. But World I know now. weary Darcy. 15 years old. Oh, you're going to love the next bit. But I stuttered out the loathsome question. Is it illegal? <laughs> Oh, are we? Yes, are we yes, Darcy. It's illegal. It's massively illegal. Yes, <laughs> it might be. Taylor admitted. Oh, it might be. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh God, it is probably. It would be if I. He blushed the deepest, bloodiest shade of red I'd ever encountered in my Do you life. Know what this is what? It's shonen <laughs> manga. It's like. <laughs> And it's just, it's manga for girls. It's just, yeah. Yeah. He blushed very deeply. All of the tropes. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I, oh, it, yeah. later he has a sword. Yeah, he's sword guy. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> you know, in between the nets and stuff, he's got a sword <laughs> hanging out as well. But he only uses it for stage combat, so it's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's Taylor. Oh, Taylor. It's a miracle I ever found someone. <laughs> Dude, I think that every fucking day. I'm like, so confused. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Jesus. Devil man. <laughs> Jesus man and devil man. Uh, I, I love that that's how, like... That that was just oh it's devil man because you were hanging out with this like board game Christian person so the devil is the most scary thing you could think of it's, I mean it's a horror movie like I feel like that's a, could be a legitimate horror movie title oh, I love it I'm glad you like it because you're not gonna like this it would be if I <laughs> raped you or something or no if you-, if you just had sex with her that's statutory rape motherfucker yeah I don't think he understands that at this time <laughs> in his life or if you told the police or something but I wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. I soothed him. And what reason would I have to tell the police? Don't worry about it. Hey, did you write that note to me? I don't know what that is. How do you know about that? Taylor asked, chagrined. Dakota, Saturn, and William found it. Mixie had it in her mouth. They showed it to me. Mixie had it? He chuckled sheepishly. I should have been more careful. I guess it doesn't really matter now, though. Was it rifling through your things or anything? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just the dog got it, you know. (laughs) Taylor... 
I let my question dangle diffidently like a hangman's noose. <laughs> it's like a typhoon and a suicidal wave and an explosion. Ooh, <laughs> and spit out what was plaguing me. Are we in love? <laughs> I guess we are, was his jeweled reply. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just threw down her glasses. And his visage was illuminated with a radiance I'd never experienced. <sighs> At that moment, okay, I'm I, I have a I have a good stopping point here. Okay. At that moment, Mixie pounded over and tumbled down my castle in the air. Hi, Mixie, I said delightedly. We better take her back, Taylor reminded me. Okay, I said dreamily. Take her back? So that they went to Taylor's house to see the dog. But he lives like right down the block. Or right oh, there. oh, okay. When but Taylor if they went to Taylor's house, why are they taking her back? Doesn't she stay at Taylor's house? Are you asking for narrative consistency? Or do you want more suicidal waves breaking on the shore? I would like a little narrative consistency. I don't think I can do that for you. I'm sorry. Okay. When Taylor and I returned, a general dour mien pervaded the atmosphere. Jeremy was stalking in a prescribed square. I love Jeremy. Jeremy. He's like my new favorite. (laughs) Dakota's dancing eyes were grinding the wall to bits. I actually kind of like that single phrase it doesn't make a whole lot of sense no but it's unique kind of yeah yeah no yeah solid phrase it's it's better than everything else (laughs) william's merry chatter had been unmercifully stanched saturn was the epitome of somber outlook itself for once what's wrong i demanded fearfully (laughs) it's the devil (laughs) he's come for us (laughs) wolf and his gang are coming by here Jeremy snarled, then spurted forth with an unflinching stream of curses intended for Wolf and his unruly pack. Holly jolly! (laughs) (laughs) What the jolly is happening right now? What are we going to do? I blurted with raw terror. Okay, so did, like, Wolf call them to let him know he was swinging by? Okay, guys. Um, I'm running to Target, but I'm going to swing by the house. And I think maybe, uh, Rumble? Rumble? It was Wolf Halleck and his target run. <laughs> maybe Rumble? Maybe? Maybe today? Maybe tomorrow? Swing by? See you later? Maybe. <laughs> uh, friends becoming enemies? Enemies becoming friends? <laughs> that's the that novel you're working on. Full of uh, waves breaking on the shore. That, that is like, fuck Family Guy, but that like... That was a really good bit. That moment is just anytime Brian brings up this novel, it's like, oh, Brian... <laughs> I am you and you are me. You feel this so hard. We're going to fight it out. Dakota said bleakly, you're going to hide. Can't I help you? Darcy, you saw Wolf. He's a Teutonic magnificent bastard. You saw what he could do to someone as strong as Taylor with his pallid arms. Now imagine him plus seven or eight more guys. Oh, wait, have Wolf and Taylor fought? Apparently. (gasps) We need to find that scene. Next time. I know. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Wolf Halleck, the podcast. <laughs> now imagine him plus seven or eight more guys. You think you can hold your own against them? No, but how can I just stand by and let you guys get hurt? I want to help somehow. The best way you can help is just to go hide in the bedroom. And when it sounds like the fighting's done, come out and see if anyone's hurt. If so, they are, get so, them to the so, hospital. So, is, so, so, is he, are they letting him in the house? He's <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Kristen, couldn't you just lock the doors? I think. <laughs> really, really. I... Hey, Wolf! Rumble? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry for the radio silence. I can't breathe right now. <laughs> Target wolf, don't you worry. <laughs> wolf Halleck Target Run. <laughs> the podcast. I would read that book. I would listen to that podcast. As would I. I would like to think about who I would cast as Wolf Halleck in the mm. TV series. Peter Sarsgaard, maybe. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you're supposed to root for Wolf Halleck though. Uh, but I cheer for heels in wrestling, so even he yeah, probably definitely heels who murder yeah, the likes of these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like Wolf Halleck's a straight talking. guy. I like I kind of like Jeremy. I mean, maybe I Jeremy, like Jeremy could survive, too. but he's he's a dick though. But he might he'd probably kind be of fine. dick. <laughs> like he likes dogs. <laughs> a low bar of entry. <laughs> well, but Dakota he likes dogs. doesn't. Dakota's an asshole. He is an asshole. Okay. Dakota's tone was so deadened, so zombified, I couldn't argue. Okay, I acquiesced shakily. When are they coming? Any minute, Jeremy interjected darkly. Get out of here and hide. Get in the closet. Wait, but what if... No time for what ifs, Dakota growled. Just go. (laughs) I will end it there. (laughs) Fate doesn't tolerate butt scale. (laughs) Unless it's Wolf Halleck's fine-ass butt. (laughs) No, but seriously, like... Never mind. Never mind. It's okay. Oh, no, I... No, I was gonna ask, like, yeah, they went away, and just suddenly, like, do they have wolf sense? No, he called them. I I love that he called them! That's <laughs> ridiculous! He's... So, I have my, like, alternate theory, and that's just what I'm going with, that he was on a target run, and he decided like to swing that. by. I think so. It's delightful. He wants the girl, but, like, I'm not... I don't think it's ever made clear why. Like, I think he just wants her because he's a dick. I don't think I mean, he particularly is interested in hanging out with her. I've been, like, listening to what I've been <laughs> writing, right? Like, you're not a particular beauty, but... Right. Oh, you're kind of ugly, but you're, you're, like, a mass fuggo, but I'm into it. Maybe in, like, 15 years you'll be okay. <laughs> what are you, five now? <laughs> you probably wait a little while. It might get weird. You know what? Call me 10 years. I'll take you to a movie. And we'll go see Devil we'll Man. We'll go see Devil Man. I hear it's really good. It's solid. Solid. <laughs> solid flick. Real good. Sarsgaard is amazing in it. But first I gotta swing by Target, though. Gotta swing by Target. Very, very important. Okay. Over to you. <laughs> oh, this is phenomenal. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> really great okay so um i think we were hanging out with uh, some of the employees of the happy bakery corporation the last time i was reading uh worlds have started merging because as they do i mean i think we might find i mean let's be real we probably won't find out why maybe i don't know whatever okay uh yeah okay uh 
<laughs> Pull them a little closer. <coughs> Ada. <laughs> Ada. You want to go see Devil Man? <laughs> Ada, why won't you let me see Devil Man? <laughs> I'm, I'm over 18. <laughs> oh, that was one of the things I oohed out when I was looking through this, because he is... He's... Not a lot older than I thought he was, but he's definitely older than I thought he was. Is he like 31? <laughs> no, he's like 26. Oh, he's <laughs> such a dum-dum. It's just like, just one of those oh, like, magic it's like almost a parallel to yours, right? So you've got like a 15-year-old you <laughs> and you've got like a 20, like two-year-old dude that's like macking on you or whatever. Is he interested in her though? Who? Magic Ale. Oh yeah. He's like all about Beth. Okay. Yeah, but I think Beth is, like, in her early 20s, too, so you don't have that, like... Yeah. He doesn't have the kid toucher vibe, but we've definitely got that covered. Uh, I think it's more than a vibe It's that Shannon has. I mean, to be fair, he didn't do anything when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. He didn't! Mm-hmm. True. I'm not that disgusting. Mm. I'm still gross, though. <laughs> early period, Erica. What was the matter with you? <laughs> okay. Uh, launch right back into the Let's group. do it. Uh, when the lightning... I always spell lightning wrong. It's a tricky one, to be fair. I always throw an E in there for some reason. Lightning. That's what it's doing. Indeed. When the lightning had ended and the palace was silent once more, Beth conceded defeat to her bonds. Just launching right back into that bonded shit, guys. <laughs> extracting, uh, extracting the crystal piece from her wrist, if you remember, that was a thing that happened, had been mercifully quick but more painful than anything she'd ever experienced. Fun. That's not in there. That's just me being a dick. How did she do it? Get it out. Uh, What's-his-nuts took it out. Oh, okay. Because he's a monster. Uh, the power that embedded itself in her arm exploded from her skin, leaving it black and bloody up to her shoulder. She's got a gnarly scar now. Oof. Badass. That doesn't say that in here either. <laughs> uh, to further her feelings of helplessness, uh, Shannon had bound her ankles and her wrists for reasons. Sexy reasons. Totally. <laughs> Always sexy reasons. Uh, frustratedly sobbing, she let her forehead hit the floor and feverishly wished Kale was alive. Oh, she thinks he's dead? Well, she thinks he fell, remember? Okay. So yeah. she's just hoping. Yeah, so when she got down there, he was like, nowhere to be seen, so she doesn't know. Okay. Yeah, we're building up to something. Mm. Not really. Uh, time lost its meaning for Beth, and how long she remained tied and beaten on the floor was a mystery. I'm going to stop reading like that. Her only constant was the maid who came in each day uh, to give Beth a small drink of water. Uh, on her last visit in, like, why do I do this to my protagonists? I'm a monster. On her last visit in, she had set something on the bed. Now she approached with a small serrated knife, which she used to cut the ropes around her extremities. Which part is you being a monster? Oh, just in general, to like, Oh, yeah. torturing them. Yeah. Uh, conflict. I mean... I know, I know. I like Beth, though. Yeah, she's, she's badass. Scrappy. Uh, my lord requests your presence, that is not how you spell presence, at dinner this evening. Uh, the bath is drawn for you, because we gotta get that trope in. And clothes are on the bed. Very important. Uh, I <laughs> shall... can't be showing up filthy to dinner. <laughs> hey, I mean... With Shannon. In a floating palace? No. Yeah. In a robes. Suit up. Uh, I'll escort you down at seven o'clock. The door shut, and Beth was thankful. She ex... <laughs> She's 
she what? I don't know. I don't know what that word is supposed to be. She pushed off the ground. Maybe experimentally? <laughs> Erica. <laughs> she pushed off the ground, favoring her injured arm. Uh, the bath sounded better than sleeping in her own bed again. She hurried toward the tub, shedding her clothes as she went. Submerging herself to her nose, Beth allowed her limbs to sway in the warm water. Oh, doesn't that sound lovely? I was just thinking, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is becoming bathtubs, the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Which is fine. A stinging relief came to her aching body as she rubbed lotion over the sore points. Uh, <laughs> she wanted to remain in the bath forever, and I just had, like, a silence of the lambs, like, flashback. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, she wanted to remain in the bath forever and toyed with the notion of drowning herself. Oh, that's Beth, like a happy, that's a really hard feel-good way to thing. go. Uh, instead, she washed her hair. Yeah, there you go. And wrapped a silk robe around her body. Like, that just mm. sounds so much better. A pretentiously decorated clock chimed the hour. What, like, what would constitute pretentious for a clock? Uh, maybe like one of those really, like, baroque, like, ornately, like, decorated, like... Everything here is Shannon kind of insisting so, upon himself. <laughs> so it's the gothic velvet bed, but like exactly. for everything. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. He's like, I don't know if it's explained later. If it's not, I'll I'll get into kind of stuff later. I don't know that I, I cover it in this proper but, but we could take a deep dive for shannon we can All yeah because right. i have like notes and stuff because i was that fucking person like i'd start writing stuff and then i'd be like oh why finish the story when i could just make thousands <laughs> of notes hi george rr martin how's Aww. life Aww. uh but yeah no i can kind of explain i think sort of what the aim was and where i was kind of going and yeah maybe who the fuck knows all right, Shannon poured himself a glass of wine and lifted it to his nose. In greedy ecstasy, he sucked all the liquid into his mouth and swallowed. Or just say that he drank the fucking wine, <laughs> asshole. No, I mean, I, I thought that was good characterization of Shannon. Thank He's you. that guy. Yeah. He's kind of that guy. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, chortling to himself for reasons, he <laughs> failed to notice Beth entered the room. Well, this, this wine is hilarious. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It's that vintage that Devil Man suggested. <laughs> Good old Devil Man. You know, Wolf picked me up some from the Target run, and it's fucking great. He's gonna go beat up those fucking kids. It's wonderful. Yeah, Rumble. <laughs> Rumble. Rumble. Rumble, yeah, nope, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit early to be toasting victory, isn't it? She hissed. She does love hissing here. She's in a tough spot. I, I mean, she is. It's, it's valid. He took in Beth's stunning silhouette. Mm. Her chilly blue eyes. Have we said she had blue eyes before? I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, I didn't know if I called them another color, because that's like a classic, <laughs> too. <clears throat> her chilly blue eyes uh, bore icicle-sized holes into his skull. Not literally. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't say that. It's too bad. Uh, untied from its buns, her freshly cleaned hair fell to her bare shoulders. So mm. she had her hair up in like little buns before. I think she was kind of dressed like Chun Li from the <laughs> I don't know that we ever covered that, but um, yeah, Street Fighter. The She's podcast. a gamer, so there you go. Uh, she wore only one shoulder-length glove, which failed to hide her burn. So she's That's got weird. one like because she doesn't want to like because her arm is all like fucked up from when he like pulled the the crystal out of it. Right. So why not two gloves? Because uh, just the one is kind of badass. I guess that is kind of badass. Uh. Yeah. Uh, 
Jesus. Exquisite company requires exquisite Target wine. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't say Target wine. It came from a box. <laughs> a cube, if you will. Champagne. <laughs> um, Dom Perignon. <laughs> As for victory, that was assured before I even arrived here. Oh, cocky. Uh, she doesn't say that. Beth wanted a clear answer, but grit her teeth and sat at the table. Your arm is feeling better, I trust. Uh, she ignored the question to his delight. He laughed once more because he's a fuckface. I doesn't say that either. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'm, I'll stop. Uh, I'd be a bit nicer. Uh, we're going to have a guest soon. Beth raised an eyebrow. This guy is the Phantom of the Opera. He really is, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, Better than when it was senses cat, abandoned their defenses. No, it doesn't oh. say that. Uh, Shannon smirked at her sudden interest. Right now, my was it Kowlant? Is that how I I said that before? I think so. Sure. Are scouring our old world for the sheath of the staff of summons. That is. Oh a my god! Mouthful. That is a vagina. Yes, because it's all just phallic up in here. Uh, sex metaphors, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when the staff is replaced, both worlds will become one. It's like a, a, a fucking Spice Girl song. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's what? Impossible? Nothing is impossible, my dear. <laughs> Shannon's goth Especially not in other world. Oh, or bondage spice better. Christ, bondage spice. I'm into that. Uh, why, she passionately shouted. You've already ruined two lives. Isn't that enough? Now, oh, Erica, you're going to obliterate people's lives for your twisted fantasy. Yeah, that's exactly what he's going to do. Uh, you got your explanation right there. This is my fantasy, my world, and my rules. With most of the crystals still intact, I don't know why we keep calling it other world. Like, that just kind of fucking came out of nowhere. Uh, other world will replace the old... And every person will be transported here. When rumor of you reaches these masses, the Chosen will emerge to save you. And when he does, I will kill him. You've got a plan, <laughs> I guess. That's, that's good. But, okay. But what is the question point of replacing... Like, if the two worlds can just coexist, why replace one with the other? I guess why not? If you're, like, in charge in one and you kind of, like, fucking Downsizing? hate the other, like... Okay. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out about that later. I hope so. Uh, you're just making all kinds of noises down there. <clears throat> Your fantasy or not, I'll never let you kill him, whoever the hell he is. Because that's just Beth's, like, aesthetic. Uh, my dear Bethany, you'll be so far under my control that you won't even realize what's happened. Opting for a quiet evening, Beth kept her rage bottled. Right. For the rest of the night, she ate her dinner, uh, silently seething. I'm sorry. It's like, I just want a little quiet, wanna, like, so I'm not going to have a fucking fit right now. Do you want to pour over my uh, exquisite sentence construction? <laughs> no, I just, I was feeling a little, like, despite all my rage, I'm still just okay. a rat in a cage. Okay. Oh my god. So, we were at the movies, uh, I forget what we were going to see. Probably the last, <laughs> probably the last Jedi. Probably no, no. Devil Man. It was clearly Devil Man. Uh, I think it was the last Jedi, but that's completely irrelevant. Um, we the preview was for that new Rock movie. Rock movie. The Rock. Oh, okay. He's in a re, a uh, movie based on the video game Rampage. What? Yes. No. But <laughs> Why? but Sheila. So this preview comes on, 
and they have this remix of Bullet with Butterfly Wings. And I couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of those good, like, the big guffaws that I do. And I just couldn't fucking stop. (laughs) So I was like, stop it. It's ridiculous. It looks terrible, and I'm here for it. I eagerly await this. Okay. Uh, Opting for a quiet evening. Theater dinner. Silently seething. That kind of rhymes. Yay me. Uh, Kevin didn't seem to notice, but didn't move his eyes from her the entire meal. Creepy. Uh, You will be coming to... uh, Beth silenced her terror, for she can tell what he was about to ask. Look, I don't have a choice about staying here, but don't think for a second, an instant, excuse me, that I share your fantasy. Get in your head now that I will never share a bed with you, and if you try, I will find a way to kill you. Like, shit just got, like... Intense. And she horrible. has seen the Phantom of the Opera and she knows how this goes. She knows what's up. Uh, so she's not like based on like us at all because I'd be like fucking here for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. For um, Shannon? Not for Shannon. For the fucking Phantom. Oh, okay. Like Raul. <sighs> no. Okay, but. But. She did have a pre existing relationship with Raul. And and the Phantom kidnapped her. And I feel like he wasn't giving her credit for being the beautiful voice that his compositions needed. Like, he was just using her. I mean, that's fair. And his face is all <laughs> fucked up. Wow. <laughs> no, sorry, I just said that for, for kicks. We still need to watch the sequel. Oh, yeah. I need to find a uh, video of it, because... Holy shit. He was playing... <laughs> Mind you. <laughs> Sorry, callback. It's my favorite kind of humor. What? <laughs> callback humor. He was playing Mind Game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the sequel reads like fan fiction that the Phantom wrote about himself. <laughs> it's phenomenal. It's kind of it's kind of amazing. Is is it about Christine or does he get a new girlfriend? No, it's about Christine. Okay. So what happened to Raul? Oh, he's still there, but he's like okay. a drunken, like abusive asshole. <gasps> yeah, they like torpedo his character, <laughs> but it's totally like the timelines don't match up at all. It's on like Coney Island now for some reason. Sheila, Sheila, oh my god! Like, I am making my appalled and confused face. There's a few good songs. I've listened to the soundtrack, but it's it's just bonkers, and the whole premise is. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it too much, but... Oh, no, please do. Um, after he left the opera house, she, like, found him. They fucked. He left, and she was pregnant. Oh, what? So they totally had a kid together, but Raul thinks it's his. Why would she and This is, like, ten years later. It doesn't make any sense with the characterizations from the original story. It It, it literally reads... Like, the Phantom's erotic friend fiction. <laughs> Coney Island, though? Yeah. And Madame Giri is there, and Meg Giri is there, and they, like, destroy those characters, too, and it's just... Did you ever read the original novel? I read it a long time ago. I think when I was around 12. I read Hunchback. I didn't read... Oh. 
I didn't read uh, the original Phantom. Is Hunchback good? I tried to read Les Miserables when I was like about 12. I also tried that too when I was like, well, this isn't happening. Yeah. Um, Hunchback is pretty good. I don't think I finished it then. I think I revisited it later and read it. And yeah, it's it's depressing, but it's... I didn't... I actually just read a synopsis of it the other day. I I didn't know the story before. And I'm kind of shocked that Disney ever turned to it as... Okay, real talk. I fucking love the Disney movie. (laughs) But it doesn't end like that. No, 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 no. Of course not, but and it's it's got some tone problems. It kind of wildly veers from mm-hmm. you know super depressing to like yeah, it's a happy Disney movie. But the music is great. The characters are pretty great, and yeah, I'm all about the Disney movie. I I still haven't seen that one. It's good. It's I'll good. Look it up. I enjoy it thoroughly. Okay. Um, I'll find a way to kill you. That's right. He blushed intensely, turning his entire face crimson. Uh, that's, uh, before he uttered anything else, Beth pushed back from the table and left him to his befuddlement. What is he blushing about? He's not a blusher. See, the thing is, like, he kind of is. He's like a big fucking, like, dork. Almost. (laughs) Here, I'm just gonna spoil this now, because I don't know if we ever get to this. Oh, uh, okay. Basically... This is, like, a world... I don't remember if it was, like, a... Some sort of enchanted notebook or something that he found, or... He's created the world that they're in. Oh! Oh, that... You... How is that peripheral to the story? Oh, it's not, but I didn't wanna... I, I don't think I get to that, now that I'm I'm remembering. I think it's in my notes and shit. Oh, but, so that's going to be the big reveal. Right. So ultimately, I believe what happened, and I I tend to go through several iterations of shit, mm-hmm. like, whatever. But he did have, I think he was married? And she was kind of like, I don't know how to, like, he would always kind of get lost in his, like, fantasy shit. And she mm-hmm. was like, well, I want to be, like, a part of that. So she... I don't remember if she was magical or something, but Magic Kale. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but. <laughs> yes, you were. I was. Um, she, like, either conjured this, like, magical, like, notebook that he could, like, create this world in, and it would, like, give them a place to be, like, together, but he kind of, like, went off the deep end with it. <gasps> That's a great premise. You don't, so, you don't think so? No, I think, again, with a. Maybe now I could go back and kind of. I mean, to me, do that. That's but... the most engaging part of it. I love that. So, and I think she ends up kind of appearing later. The wife. The wife. Yeah. Uh, cause she's like not about Bethany at all. Mm-hmm. She's like, what? The, like, seriously? Yeah. Who would be? And Bethany is just kind of like, well, what the fuck you want from me? It's not like I'm like, I'm not from here. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know you. Um, but yeah. So it kind of gets. And I think I have, like, I'm a big writer of, like, scenes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll write, like, a chunk, and then I'll be like, well, I want to get to this cool next scene. So mm-hmm. then I'll just, like, be like, well, yeah, fuck that. I'll write that. And then I'll figure out the connective tissue. And I never figure out the connective tissue. Aww. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of... That's the hardest part, I think, too. It is. Like, when I'm just kind of, like, getting from plot point to plot point, mm-hmm. it's like... Because it's the boring bit. Exactly. So, yeah, that's kind of what's going on. Okay. So. <clears throat> So he, in other words, then he has set up this whole mechanism of chosen ones and... He's the one that's kind of behind all of that. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So, like, everything that he thought of kind of gained sentience. 
I just feel like the blushing is almost weird because it seems like it's designed to make you feel empathy for him. Which in a later scene, not in the story proper, but in a thing that I wrote later. Yeah, kind of. You're kind of supposed to. He, like, comes off as, like, insanely creepy with, like, the, hey, the kindergartner. <laughs> yeah, about it. Um, And I think I went too far with that, where it's, yeah, like, he's not. Yeah, if it was minus that scene. Because ultimately, he's supposed to be, like, this downtrodden, like, fucking, like, dork guy. That's nice just, guy. Right. That, but not, like, the bad nice guy. But, like, right. Just, like, a dude who just sort of. It never really connected for. I always love stories about um, when people get what they want and it goes completely wrong. And, like, especially when it takes the form of, like, this fantasy world that's not what you thought it would be. Right. Exactly. Well, and she, the wife, kind of doesn't get what she wants either. And it, she, like, is kind of guiding him through this as, like, this, like, spectral, like, whatever. Is and... she the crystal? No, she's not. Okay. But, um, right. Yeah. Is this where the legend influence is coming in, or is that... No, that was more, like, her being, like, in the castle with him, okay. and... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Scratchy scene change. This is Chonia, the worst-named city <laughs> in the world. Uh, shifting her pack to her left shoulder as it was heavy with weed. Ada nodded. <laughs> Will, she was burdened with she was the ganj. Burdened, burdened with ganj. Uh, we'll head right back up to the palace. Uh, I've got that good kush. <laughs> Kale surveyed the skyline, taking in the majesty of the largest city in Otherworld. I like don't know why we just started calling it that. Like, did you see how that just happened? We just started calling it Otherworld. Are they all from there? I mean, if they're not native to there, it would make sense that they would all call it that. I don't know that they're not native. I think that they may just be... Um, because I don't know that all of the characters are like, I mean, but they could be. They could be like stuff that Shannon wrote about in his magic diary. <laughs> Gain sentience. Uh, ba He'd never been at any village larger than his own. Uh, will the mistress see us at short notice? <laughs> oh, Erica. Uh, she'd better. I'd helped her through some very rough times. Her first kiss, first boyfriend, first... Oh! Way too much info. <laughs> Who's saying too much info? <laughs> That's Kale. <laughs> what a dick. I know, he's an asshole. Uh, what are you, related or something? She's my little sister. She smiled at the guards posted <gasps> at the gate and they moved oh. aside. I didn't want to have children, mostly because it would be detrimental to my magic. Uh, our mother wanted an heir, so she presented the king to my sister. I still have an all-access pass to the castle. Convenient. Sweet. Uh, Ada confidently wove through the streets, waving to those who noticed who she was. That's convoluted. Uh, markets were bustling with haggling consumers and stubborn merchants. Jewelry and fabrics of every other color imaginable. I don't know why I'm like suddenly having a hard time reading. <laughs> I think we're both kind of tired. They're like fading fast, right? Yeah. Jewelry and fabrics of every color imaginable lined the center street. Ripe fruit set beside fresh fish in the food carts. Creating a, a unique but appealing scent in the air. Mm. Uh, this is the scent of dried fruits and wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about the fruits, man. Uh, this rich path led them to the palace where they were greeted as royalty. Auvant took no time in having them ushered in. She squealed with joy at the sight of her sister. Aww. <laughs> it doesn't say that. Uh, <laughs> how long has it been since you've come to see me? 
the younger asked. Like, I, do you ever just, like, omit words? Like, I feel well, like that's happened a couple times. Th- no, I, I, I did, and I put them in because like, right, it's not right, worth right. it. But that that's a legitimate construction, like, not having the word sister in there. Uh, but, but, but you simply must come out more often. Look how pale you are. Sister, oh. my affairs keep <laughs> me indoors. Oh, Ada. Uh, while you see it as unfortunate, I see it as convenient, but I'm not here to fight. I've been traveling for a few days now with this boy. His name is Kale. (laughs) Kale, who had been struck struck dumb by the size of the palace, came back to his senses with a start and tripped himself trying to bow, because he's the biggest nerd in the universe. Well, he acts like a boy, but he's not really. Looks nearly 30. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a man boy. (laughs) I'm 26, he corrected, but I still act like a child. He said that? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Weird. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Ada shot him a glare that silenced him. He's searching for limbo. Remember that was a thing that we were talking oh, yeah. about before? Uh, limbo, but it doesn't exist, Alvant said, untroubled. Uh, though that older fellow comments on it quite a bit. You named Shannon? <laughs> the senile guy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord Shannon of Johansson. Uh, such a bore as a dinner guest. <laughs> totally unnecessary dig at Shannon. Like, <laughs> sorry, such a bore as a dinner guest. Also kind of a pedophile. <laughs> but like, he's the worst he's to sit so next to. so boring at dinner. Like, man. oh my God, he just won't stop talking. Just droning on and on and on and on and on. We ran into each other nearly a week ago now, Kale said. Uh, he said something about wayward souls passing through limbo. And you believe me? There stood Shannon, appearing again what? at the opportune moment to gloat. He just kind of In the up. castle with everybody else? Correct. Oh. He's got some magics, so... A couple two-tree magics? Indeed. He's going down to, uh, Gina's Italian Ice with, uh, Tony <laughs> Are you going to swing by the JD later? Yes. Cool. Uh, Kale, I never spoke a word of truth to you in Master's teachings. Why would I begin now? Having no proper answer, Kale simply turned bright red and hung his head. Oh. Oh, poor Kale. Those women you brought through were groundings, you ignoramus. (laughs) (laughs) I needed them here as anchors, uh, to act as anchors for the merging. That's a lie, Kyle shouted. (laughs) Kyle? Kyle Oh, excuse me, Kale, excuse me. No, this is actually the truth. Oh. Shannon continued. The staff of summons has been resheathed. <laughs> that is sexy. Oi. And the Why would a staff need a sheath? Why not? Because it's not a blade. <laughs> Why not, okay. Sheila? Okay. I'm Why just, not? You know. All right. I mean, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the merging of both my worlds shall finally occur. Alvant was the only panicked one. But she's so chill all the time. No, Ada's the chill one. Elvant was chill, too. She was was untroubled. That's fair. That's fair. No one else knew what he was talking about. There are no other worlds. Other world is... Just hearing the name of her realm silenced Elvant's argument. I mean, rightfully so. (laughs) Uh, We cannot reach them. No magic is that strong. The strength exists in the moron before you. Kale, he's very mean to Who? Kale. Oh, well, Kale's a bit of an underachiever. He is, that's fair. Kale opened the portal when he was a baby. I merely fell through. Oh. So, yeah, that, what I was talking about, was... A different version. A different version. Or... Or he's lying. 
or he wrote it and but yeah that was ultimately kind of what i was going for or what things eventually morphed into uh <laughs> no longer am i an underpaid slave of the pta now i am the ruler <laughs> of realms wait <laughs> The, the PTA like the school board? <laughs> yes. Uh, Don't try to find logic. Okay. Just, yeah. You, you will find none. He uh, He's destroying realms because he had a grievance on the PTA? Yes. Okay. This is almost kind of... That is a step away from, like, an angry homeowners association member. Yes. Okay. It's... This is... This portion is almost more like in tone with those first couple pages. Okay, yeah, I can see that. That more kind of, you know, send up, but we got... parody, yeah. We got weirdly serious there for (laughs) a little while. Um, uh, He had perfectly orchestrated his speech, allowing for interruptions and such, so that the ear-splitting rumble from the earth uh, punctuated his final words. How cinematic. The palace quaked, throwing everyone but Ada off their feet. She cast her hands down in front of her, and conjured something from her fingertips. I don't know what the fuck that word is supposed to be. What does it look like? It wove around, wove around Shannon's shadow, which was all that was left of him. So he's... What happened to the rest of him? He's gone. Well, but where? He phantomed back out of there. Oh, okay. He teleported. Scratchy scene change. Ooh. Deep growls from the earth spurred Elise. It's Elisa is what I've been saying, right? Mm-hmm. From her sleep. Uh, she had been on Ethan's couch all night, and her parents were sure to kill her. Oh. Not How eager. old is she supposed to be? I got the impression they were older. Um, she's probably, like, 17, 18. Oh, okay. Ish. Yeah. Uh, she had been on Ethan. Not eager to suffer their wrath, she slowly stood and went to gather her things. As her eyes adjusted to the light, she nearly suffered a heart attack. The entire side of the house was gone. <gasps> Beyond the gaping hole, an ocean. Oh. Scratchy scene change. Actually, I think that is where I will leave it. That That is a good stopping point. It's good visual. Yeah, because stuff... You get some good stuff next. Mm. So, yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Excellent. How are we feeling? Excellent. You know, charmed. Right? It's... It, it, it definitely is, like... <sighs> at parts. Oh, yeah. Just, like, what were you fucking thinking? I mean, sometimes you can clearly see what the influence was. Oh, definitely. For sure. Other times, yeah, it's like, what the shit? Yeah, just like, what are we talking about, guys? But, um, yeah, no. It just represents such a labor of love. Like, I don't know that I've ever spent the time and discipline on anything as much as this. Like I like I said, I stayed up all night working on it and then we'd go straight to school. I spent years editing it. I mean, I wrote it when I was 12. This is from 14, like the multiple pass editing. Well, that's what I love is like being able to point to like this was then, this moment is from there. Yeah. This is what happened here. Um, I feel like with the uh, iterations of Darcy and Renee, you can really like you get a sense of like where when I was watching, where I was kind of at, mm-hmm. like there's one where like there's like a bunch of different like new characters, you know. Mm-hmm. She's got like a kid in one, like yeah, I remember that one. You know, shit would like change pretty significantly from 
iteration to iteration. But, yeah. I, like, I'm enjoying this one, but it, it'll be... Because I've got a couple versions of Darcy and Renee that we can read through that are, like... In, in, in varying lengths, right? But, yeah. I have some... In these extra notebooks that you noticed that I brought, I have some uh, correspondence between characters that sort of represents an alternate path oh my goodness which is why it surprised me so much when i read the ending to this Ah, whoa i didn't know why i did that gotcha oh that's kind of cool it is cool very nice it's yeah so should we read through that first though and then maybe do that definitely that's cool i like that yeah it's a little further in the future the letters it's an epistolary (laughs) situation (laughs) um it's just it's interesting to me we talked about there's all these tropes in mind of um the man who and there's a scene, I, like, G-chatted to you about this earlier. There's a scene where Taylor's, like, overcome with sexual desire. And he's like, you gotta get out. Like, get out right now. Like, leave the room. Before right. I fuck it up. Or I will. Right. Yeah. And um, Because men can't control themselves. Exactly. And I thought that was so... I thought it was the height of... I don't know. Like, the intersection of, like, the power of female allure with... I don't know, the restraint and control of a good man. But, like, where did I get that idea? What movie? Like, I was so young. Where did I receive that notion? I mean, but you watched, you watched, like, TV and stuff, right? Yeah, but... I mean, I'm sure this was, because... When did the X-Files movie come out? 94, maybe? I think 94, maybe 95 at the latest. But anyway... Um, there's a scene in that movie, if memory serves, where they're, like, standing in the hallway, and, like, Scully's, like, yeah, like, we shouldn't, like, kiss, and Mulder just totally fucking, like, kisses her. And it's like, okay, but she told you no. That's the thing, though, and this is something, I know we said we wouldn't, and I'm not gonna dive too deep into contemporary- I mean, we don't have to get into that stuff, but I think that, and that's- I just think that there, we see it in media constantly where the woman will say, yeah, no, I'm not into that. But the guy will push, push, push or just go ahead and do it anyway. And then the woman is like immediately into it. You know that song, um, Baby, It's Cold Outside? Yes. So varying, various people have varying interpretations of this and how offensive or inoffensive it is. What I take away from that is that women were and somewhat still are expected to do the dance of no. Right. Because if you say yes right away, you're easy and right. and worthless. Right. So there is... Well, but uh, you, there's, a, there's a subtext of no meaning yes, where no does mean yes. It's, I think, as a society, we're moving very, very slowly away from that. Right. But I do think... Well, because it's all the chase, is what your yeah. guys are told. Well, I have... I've been on dates where I would have gone for it, but I thought... I don't want to appear a certain way. And so I held back. So I was being deceptive, you know, in a way. Not necessarily deceptive, I don't think. I mean, my no's meant yes, but they took it as no, which is good. You sure you weren't just, like, testing the guy? I don't know. I mean, it's so complicated. It is. And that's the hard thing about it, right? Because there is, there's a lot of gray. I have said no when I would have liked to say yes, because I felt like I had to say no to be a respectable woman. And mm. that's fucked up. That is fucked up. But no, I think that, uh, yeah, we're always like, oh, well, 
he didn't rape her. What a good guy. Yeah. But then, it, yeah, it's it's just, yeah. I can feel it changing. Oh, it is. I, I feel, like you said, slowly, slowly it is. But there is something about... That's almost like an animalistic, like, transformation, though. It is. There's something about the concept of woman whose um, femininity or allure or power or mystique is so overwhelmingly powerful. It's it's the one way in which women have always been granted power. Like, it's accepted that women have power in this way and when we don't have it in many other, you know, arenas. Mm-hmm. And so when you're constrained like that to to take the one arena in which you are, are powerful and become all powerful like that that's very appealing right i don't know yeah it's just interesting that a 12 year old you would write a scene like that yes it's but like it just, what media it did i pick that up from must have but i'm um, just just cuz you watch the x files right sure do but that i don't a think a lot like the whole Mulder scully like you know will they won't they bullshit but not that it's bullshit. Let's be real here. No, it's you fantastic. Were, you were fucking here oh, for it. I, I, I'm still here for it. Um, no, but it, it was just always there. You know, there's always that. I I think a lot of it too is like the, there. I mean, there's an amount of like raised Catholic baggage. There's an amount of conservative like parenting baggage. There's mm-hmm. an amount of good girl baggage. It's like when they do that, it frees you from having to. To make the move, to be the one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. It's like, like you still get what you want, but you didn't have to. You're not responsible for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's. A, I mean, it's. It's an incredibly nuanced. Like we probably should not have this conversation at the end of the podcast. No. No. But I. I like these. Like it's our final recording for the session. Yeah. So we kind of do these. We did it last time too. Where yeah. We kind of got into the trilogy. Not, not heady stuff, but. Just conversation about sort of, like, the shit we, like, kind of picked out. But you do see those, like, those tropes that are in, like, like, oh, well, yeah, clean her up so that she can come down and have dinner with me. That's, like, okay, like, come on, you know? Or, like, the damsel in distress shit, like, the chosen one has to come and save you and blah, 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 and that garbage. Well, I was always, when I was, I thought that Nancy Drew got bound and gagged in every single one of the original Nancy Drew books. And I think she does. Why is she always getting physically incapacitated? I mean, it could be like the original uh, creator Wonder of Wonder Woman, Woman situation. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, exactly. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting to see that stuff, you know, rear its head in this shit. It is. I feel like stuff I write now, I mean, I haven't been writing in a while, but... I, I actively try... I mean, tropes are tropes for a reason, right? Yeah. They work. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with using them. Most of them date back to mythology. Exactly. It's just, I think, finding new and different ways so it's just not stale. Or having interesting characters, at the very least. Which you were doing. You were subverting the tropes. Yeah, but then we got real fucking weird there, like, in the center. And I think with kind of the way that Shannon ended up being characterized, it doesn't... Like, you can have the bluster, but then maybe in those more quiet, private moments, he needs to be a little more meebish and, like, you know. Needish? Meebish. Like, oh, you know. nebishy? Yeah, there yeah. You go. It's late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> words. But.
But, um... Well, I just think, I think that one scene that, you know, you were uncomfortable with is too glaring for me to ever be able to accept any sort of... Well, it comes out of fucking, like, nowhere, too, right? Like, you're on this, like, subversive, like fantasy romp and now we're talking about being attracted to a five-year-old like what i don't i still don't feel like it was explicitly that i well i don't know i don't know it's the i know i keep coming back to the twilight and the imprinting thing it just sounds like i was reaching for like the creepiest thing i could think of well you succeeded (laughs) no definitely but it just sort of the it's a tone shift right yes like you've got this kind of fun fantasy thing going on and i think you could still like play with that in having beth be like the quote-unquote damsel in distress or whatever who's like not there for it at all and just actively fighting like raging against the dying of the light right but you need to keep that tone, that kind of light and playful tone throughout. So I know that superficially it changed because, like, the media that you were consuming changed. But did you maybe subconsciously feel like the stakes weren't high enough? Maybe. I mean, that's possible. Because, yeah, it was all just sort of... I mean, there weren't really stakes, right? I mean, I no. And I think comedy, which I would consider the first part to be, mm-hmm. is the hardest genre to write. Yeah, I think if I were to go back and... And I'm considering it because I do think there's some good stuff there. Um, Yeah, because you got to have some sort of involvement or something to kind of drive the... Like, as funny as it is to be, like, requesting for a quest, it's like, well, you do kind of need something to do. Yes, exactly. So maybe throw something at them that's like... Target run. Go get us a (laughs) box of wine, you know? Yeah. And that turns into something. Yeah. that's just how fantasy stories work, usually. But, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. This has been a good uh, a good run of sessions, I think. I think so as well. And we got to establish, like, narrative arcs and character. I think exactly. Finally. Exactly. We're kind of getting into the meat of uh, mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know how much more I have to go, but... What happens if yours runs that way before mine does? Oh, I have... I have... Okay, good. I have a lot of other stuff <laughs> that I can, I can read. Um, I've got binders full upstairs, so that's that won't be an issue. <laughs> binders full of kale, exactly. So much kale. So uh, thanks again, folks, yeah. uh, for hanging out with us, uh, sitting through our our screeching laughter, <laughs> our odd the pronunciation wheezing. of devil man, <laughs> the silences, the silences, the wheezing snorts. There was only one. Um, and then all one. of Bob the Dog. Oh, we've got a lot of Bob the Dog stories if it's picking up. But um, So yes, thank you again. We, we really you. appreciate it. If you are enjoying yourself, we'd appreciate a rate and review. I'm not going to hold you to that because I never fucking do it either. So I understand. Uh, you can follow us at Oof, I Wrote That on the Twitters. Uh, if you'd like to listen to someone bitch about wrestling constantly, you can follow my other Twitter. I'm uh, at Lady Near the Lake. Sheila, do you have any social media? Not that I want to share with you. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I only have Facebook, and that's overrun with... I don't even go on Facebook anymore. Yeah. It's just... It's terrible. It is terrible. Um, Hit me up on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love when you're watching something and they reference MySpace, and you're like, oh, that's cute. It was a, it was a period of time. Like, oh, you're cute. Uh, so again, yes, thank you very much. Uh, if you have any comments, concerns, fan fiction, fan art you'd like to send us, 
Uh, you can email us at oofiwrotethat at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We would. So uh, have a lovely evening. Good night. We will see you next time. Bye, guys. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>